1: In that case, I pronounce you lucky.
0: Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting.
1: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: Blog Talk Radio. The Franciscan Friars of the Atonement present the Ave Maria Hour.
2: Hello, this is Father Bob Warren of the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. Thank you for listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour radio show. The Friars' popular Ave Maria Hour was first brought to the radio airwaves in 1939, recorded in New York City and on the mountainside grounds at Graymoor, a home in Garrison, New York. These timeless classic stories of the Bible and the lives of the saints came to life each week through dramatic reenactment by professional actors and actresses. You know, friends, Christ once said, do not hide your treasure under a bushel. In saying this, he meant share your gifts, share your talents. The Friars of the Atonement feel the message in these broadcasts remains as powerful and timely as when they were originally aired, and we are so happy. To be able to share them with you today. To learn more about the missions and ministries of the Friars of the Atonement, I invite you to visit our website, www.atonementfriars.org. In the meantime, sit back and enjoy this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour.
4: Dawn of a New Year. It started like things always did around New Year's. My wife wanting to do one thing, and me wanting to do something else. Don't get me wrong, though. All year round, Evie and I get along just fine. Never an argument. Well, no argument to write home about, I mean. But come New Year's, and we have a problem. It was the same this time. We had words at breakfast, and I went to the office feeling sore. I was sore most of the morning, until Corey and I sent everybody home and closed the office. Corey's is my partner and my buddy. We wound up at the businessmen's club for lunch, only the steak was a long time coming and we filled in the time with some liquid refreshment. Somewhere along the line, we knew we had to iron things out for the night's festivities. Corey has wife trouble, too, every New Year. Hey, Jamie. Huh? Look, Charlie's here. Charlie who? Your cousin, Charlie. Go, oh, great guy, Charlie. You know that, Corey? Charlie, one of the best guys you want to meet.
5: Hey, Charlie!
4: He's busy or he must be deaf. Eh, we can do without him. Anytime. Listen, Jamie. Mm-hmm. Let's straighten things out for tonight, huh? We go to the O'Briens like always. Why? What do you mean, why? Why? Why, he says. Because we always go there, don't we? Oh, we're in a rut, Jamie. They like everybody to go there, and everybody does. Okay, so if we don't go, we won't even be missed. They expect us. Oh, Jamie, let's do something different this year, huh? Instead of drinking the O'Brien liquor, let's drink what we pay for What are you talking about, Corey? I never go to the O'Briens empty-handed. I always take two bottles, one scotch and one rock. No, 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 no. I, I don't mean that. I mean, let's go out someplace. Out someplace? You mean a nightclub? Yeah, yeah, for a change. You can never move in those places, and you pay through the nose. I don't mind spending dough for a good time, but I like to be able to move around. I like to have a good time New Year's Eve.
5: Look, we'll go out to the Moonshine Clipper.
4: At 50 bucks a head, plus drinks. We'll write it off for business expenses, entertaining clients. Anyway, we'll meet a lot of people here. Yeah, that's good for business. Cory, it means dressing up. Come 2 a.m., I want to take my jacket off. Come on, fella, let's settle for the O'Brien. Gee, I should like to go out of the moonshine clipper. We could have a ball out there, boy. Hey, Charlie! Oh, what's the matter with that guy? Has he lost his hearing?
5: Okay, Cory.
4: Huh? Okay, what? The O'Brien's, huh? Oh, no, I I think we ought to talk about it some more. Maybe see what our wives think about it. Well, I don't fancy going out to that clip joint. The Moonlight Clipper was anchored out in Smuggler's Bay off the Florida coast. It used to be one of the deep-sea-going luxury yachts. But some syndicate bought it and turned it into a fancy nightclub. A motor launch left every half hour to take you out to it. On New Year's Eve, the minimum was a cool $50 a head, plus drinks. The only thing they gave away was a paper hat. Tell you what, Jamie. Let me phone Liz, see what she says. You call the Hey, Charlie's coming over. Oh, boy, he's feeling no pain.
5: Hiya, Charlie. I thought I saw my cousin Jamie here. <laughs> Get out, Charlie, before you fall down. <laughs> Happy New Year, hmm, fellas. <laughs> Many of them, Charlie. <laughs> you you <laughs> bet. You bet. You bet. Say, fellas, uh-huh. Uh-huh. listen. I uh won't be seeing you tonight. How's that, Charlie? Well, it's like this. Peggy says she'll murder me unless I take her out somewhere tonight. She says we won't go to the O'Briens. You know what she says? Hmm. She says I drink too much when I go there. So look, fellas, we'll have a little celebration now. Hmm? The three of us.
4: For old time's sake. Hmm? Looks like nobody's going to the O'Brien. My wife says I drink too much when I go there. What's New Year's for, anyhow, I asked you. Hey, fellas. Uh, we say we have a little celebration, huh? Just the three of us. <laughs> It was after 3 o'clock in the afternoon when I got home. Evie gave me one of her quiet looks. She was sitting in front of the Christmas tree, which was starting to look pretty sad.
3: I just had a long-distance call from Mother. She said for me to wish you a Happy New Year.
4: Oh, gee, I'm sorry I missed her call, Evie. I'm real sorry. How is she?
3: She's fine.
4: Well, that's great. I got to sit down.
3: It must have been quite a lunch.
4: Well, you know how it is. Corey was there, and Charlie came, and you know how it is. Drink with this guy and that guy, and... Well, New Year's Eve only comes once a year.
3: What are your plans for tonight, Jamie?
4: My plans? Our plans, Evie. All
3: right, all right. Our plans. What have you decided we'll do?
4: Well, we don't have to go to the O'Briens.
3: We don't? Can't we be sued for not going?
4: Nope. Nobody's going to sue us.
3: I thought going to the O'Briens was a must on New Year's Eve.
4: No, there's no must about it. You know what we might do, though? We could go out to the Moonshine Clipper. Jamie. Hmm?
3: For once. For the first time since we've been married, couldn't we do something I'd like to do on New Year's Eve?
4: Oh, come on, honey. Let's have a good time tonight, huh? Let's really live it up.
3: You know, I almost cried when I got through talking to Mother just now. It sort of took me back to when I was a kid down home. You know what we used to do on New Year's Eve, Jamie?
4: Yeah, I know.
3: We used to go to church. Father John, our pastor, always held a holy hour on New Year's Eve. We prayed for forgiveness for the sins of the past year. We ask God to help us live up to our faith for the coming year.
4: Yeah, sure, that's fine when you're a kid. I used to go there myself when I was a kid. Jamie,
3: couldn't we go just this once?
4: Look, honey, church is fine. We go to church, don't we? Mass every Sunday.
3: But, baby, this is New Year's Eve. We're
4: grown up now.
3: I don't know. It just seems we've forgotten what it really means. It just seems to be a great big excuse for you to get drunk. Jamie, it ought to mean something much more than that to both of us.
1: Honey,
4: will you check your evening dress? You'll be wearing it tonight. Jamie,
3: I don't want to go to a nightclub. Evie,
4: you'll have the time of your life once we get out there. Now, come on,
3: huh? It doesn't matter what I want, does it?
4: Well, honey, you must admit, for New Year's Eve, you want the craziest thing. I bet that's Mike O'Brien.
3: And I don't want to go there either.
4: Hello? Jamie? Oh, Liz! Hello! How's my favorite redhead?
0: Hopping mad. Do you know where Corey is?
4: Corey? Well, I left him at the club. I thought he was going home.
0: Well, he's not at the club and he's not home. And, of course, he had to take the car today, so I can't go down to the cleaners to pick up my white evening gown until he comes home. Is Evie there?
4: Uh, Yeah, sure.
3: Evie, it's Liz. All right. Hi, Liz.
0: Hello, honey. Have you any ideas about tonight? Corey said something about the Moonlight Clipper. Has Jamie said anything?
3: Yes, we were just talking about it.
0: Well, it'll be better than going to the O'Briens, anyway. It'll give us a chance to dress up. What are you going to wear? I think I'll put on that white gown. I sort of go over big in that number, if you know what I mean.
4: Looking back, I guess Evie was right. We had forgotten the real meaning of New Year's. Liz wanting to doll up like a movie siren in her white evening gown and cut a figure in a nightclub. Corey, Charlie, and I, well, all it meant to us was having a ball, drinking ourselves into a stupor, and then going through a major size hangover the next day, celebrating, we called it, celebrating New Year's Eve. About the time Evie got through talking to Liz, the doorbell rang, and Charlie poured himself into our living room.
5: Jamie. Huh? What? I lost my way. You gotta drive me home.
4: Charlie, you live on the next block.
5: Oh.
3: Boy,
4: Peg will
5: murder me.
3: You'd better take him home, Jamie.
5: Yeah. Yeah, take me home, Jamie. Okay. Say, are we going out to the moonshine clipper tonight? We going out there, huh? Yeah, you think you can make it, Charlie? I'll be seasick out there, you know that? You'll be okay. Evie... You telephone Peg and uh, tell her everything's wonderful We're all going out to the moonshine clipper and celebrate All
3: right, Charlie, I'll call and tell her you're on your way home You
5: tell her we'll have a great time tonight Yes, hmm? I'll tell her And you tell her I'm going to take her out Or she'll murder me Yes, all right Come on, Jamie, let's navigate Happy New Year
4: Happy New Year Maybe it was But Charlie, maybe he didn't know what had happened. I took him home. His wife, Peggy, knew we were all going out to the moonshine clipper that night, so she was happy. She didn't mind Charlie being drunk. After I put him into a chair in their living room, Peggy fixed a couple of quick drinks, one for me and one for herself. Charlie was sound asleep. I remember Peggy was wearing a blue housecoat. She looked pretty in it, prettier than usual, I mean. I guess that's the way I'll always remember her, because I never saw her again. It's funny. Maybe it isn't so funny. I mean, the way you see someone you know one day, and then you never see him again. You never know what's just around the corner. You just never know. Wow, was Charlie in a state?
3: I'll go and lie down for an hour. We're going out tonight.
4: Yeah, you do that, honey. Get some rest. Uh, Evie. Yes? We'll have fun tonight, huh? I'll try. Oh. Uh. Hello? Jamie? Yeah. Corey, where are you? I'm home. Oh, that's great. Liz thought you were lost. Yeah. Do me a favor, Jamie, huh? Sure. Will you get your car out and come over to my place? Yeah, what's wrong? Well, Liz has a white evening gown at the cleaners. We have to pick it up for her. Well, what's wrong with your car? Well, they're going to let me know. I, I had a slight accident coming home. But not a scratch on me, but... Oh, boy, oh, boy, you should see that car. I wrapped it around a mailbox. Oh, uh... I'll, I'll be right over, fella. Corey smashed his car up. Is he hurt? No, he's lucky. I, oh. Yeah, I have to go over there. Liz wants him to pick up her dress from the cleaners. I'll go What for? You go and rest.
3: You think I could rest? Jamie, you're in no condition to drive the car. Oh, what are you talking about? I'm as sober as you are. Jamie, I'll have my way about this one thing. I will go. And you sleep for a couple of hours.
4: (laughs) Okay. Okay, honey. I guess you're right. It was a great way to start New Year's. Later on, some more phone calls were exchanged and all arrangements were made for the night. We'd all meet aboard the Moonshine Clipper sometime around 11 o'clock. I figured Evie and I would drive down to the jetty and catch the 10.30 motor launch that would take us out to the yacht. It was a beautiful evening. I was all decked out in a cream-colored tuxedo, and Evie was wearing a silver and gold evening gown. She looked beautiful. The only thing was, she didn't look happy. Corey and Liz were on the jetty when we got there. Liz looking like a movie queen in her shimmering white gown.
5: Well, look who's here. Hi,
0: Evie. Hi, Corey. (laughs) Hi, Liz. Look at that gown the gal's wearing. Corey, how come Jamie can buy his wife a gown like that one? Oh, what's the
4: matter with the one you've got?
0: Oh, but look at Evie. Well, it's
4: just an old rag we picked up on the charge account. Oh. <laughs> a couple of dolls were taken out tonight, had huh, Jamie. Yeah, we better keep our eyes on
5: them. Oh, we <laughs>
0: just missed the motor launch. Oh, no. They're running an extra one tonight, I think. I oh. heard somebody say there'll be one along in about 15 minutes.
5: Yeah, Charlie and his wife were on the one we just
4: missed. Oh, they were? Yeah. We saw Peggy waving to us. How did Charlie look, huh? <laughs> uh, I didn't even know where he was. (laughs) Oh, he's way ahead of us, Jamie. Uh, You had to take a taxi down here, I guess. Yeah.
0: Oh, don't remind me about what he did to that car.
4: Oh, honey, be grateful I'm alive. You must have been
0: crazy driving in the condition you were in. And how long do we have to wait before the insurance company gives us a new car?
4: If they give us one. If? Uh, they find out I was loaded. I don't know. Maybe we're not covered for that. I don't know.
0: You don't know? No.
4: I don't know. What do you want from me? Now,
0: look, don't yell at me in public, Corey. Who's
4: yelling? You are. Oh, we're starting out fine. Look, will you forget the car for tonight?
0: Oh, sure, sure, sure. If you tell me how I'm to do the shopping... Well, listen, Liz, I'll pick you up in ours. We can shop together. Well, I hate to impose. Well, you're not imposing. No, don't argue with her, Evie. Liz
4: has had a drink. She wants to fight the world.
0: Corey, do you want to quarrel with me? Is that it? Are you really bent on having a quarrel? Because if you are. You'll I'll be just ready.
4: Pull... Yeah, I know. I can always count on my wife for a ride. Hey, 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 cut it out, you two. This is New Year's Eve. Happy New Year, Liz. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I'm okay. I guess it's my red hair. <laughs> <laughs> Evie, uh, what color dress do you think Peggy is wearing tonight? That orange and black one? Phew, she looked like a house, fire.
4: (laughs) Afterwards, it sounded as if Liz had said something prophetic, because it happened right at the precise moment she said it. A sharp blinding flash, a muffled explosion. We saw it happening and couldn't believe what we saw. The stern of the moonshine clipper was suddenly a mass of flame, an inferno. Clouds of black, yellow, and green smoke belched upwards, and big tongues of fire shot up like they were trying to reach the stars. We saw people in evening dress jumping from the decks into the sea. The whole thing looked unreal, like some crazy nightmare. Then we heard the whistles of fireboats speeding out to the scene and crowds collecting around the bay. And nobody thought of New Year's Eve anymore. All you could think about was that maybe a lot of people were dying out there, either trapped by fire or drowning in the sea.
3: Oh, my God. Oh, my God.
4: I could hear my wife saying, Oh, my God, oh, my God, over and over again, like it was a prayer. There was another explosion out there, and now the whole ship was in flames. I didn't know what had caused this disaster. The cause didn't seem to matter very much just then.
3: my God. Easy. People out there dying, and we stand here, and we can't do anything. I I feel sick. Honest, I feel
4: sick. Sure, sure you do, honey.
3: Charlie and Peg.
4: Charlie and Peg?
3: They're out there. Well,
4: maybe they didn't even get aboard.
3: No, they were aboard. I saw the launch unloading passengers.
4: That doesn't mean anything happened to Charlie and Peg.
3: I'm scared. Charlie, I'm scared. I'll never see them again, Peg. Could have been us.
4: Yeah, there could have been us.
0: And it could have been us out there, too. We missed that boat. We just happened to miss it. Oh, Evie, we could have been out there.
3: But for the grace of God.
4: But for the grace of God. It wasn't quite right. Maybe Evie meant, but for the mercy of God, because not one of us had cared too much that night about grace. But I felt Evie's words beating against my brain. I could almost hear myself repeating them.
0: You go out for a good time and something like this happens. You never know, do you? I mean, you never know when it's going to happen. Nobody does.
4: Sure, you're you're absolutely right, Liz.
0: Uh,
4: Evie.
3: Jamie, I feel rotten.
4: Don't talk that way,
1: Evie.
3: I do, I do. I feel lost. Mm. Like I don't belong to anybody, like I don't belong to you or even to my family or anybody else.
4: Evie, take it easy. I don't know what
3: to do. I feel so scared. You're
4: all upset. You need a drink. We all do. We better go someplace where we can get one.
3: I don't need any drink. I don't need one. A drink wouldn't help the way I feel. I feel, I feel as if I turned my back on God.
4: You're talking crazy now.
3: No, that's the way I feel, and you ought to feel the same way.
4: Oh, come on, come on, Eve. Sure, Jamie's right. We need a drink. I know I do.
3: Well, I don't. And you can laugh at me if you want to. You can all laugh. I don't care. I feel as if I'm full of sin. Jamie, think of it. This is New Year's, the holy hour coming up. And people like us, what do we do? We go out drinking, doing all kinds of other things. We never think about the real meaning of New Year's Eve. A time to take stock of the past year. A time to prepare for the holy day tomorrow. We go on just like before, only much worse. We wind up the old year in sin and go into the new year with even more sin. Oh, come on, Well, I don't care how the rest of you feel. But I'm going to church. I want to be in church when the new year comes in. I want to go there and pray. I want to feel like I used to feel when I knew what church really meant. I want to be filled with grace again. Not right to act the way we were acting, drinking, and all the rest of it. Jamie, I'll see you at home. Liz, I'll call you tomorrow. Where are you going, Evie? I told you. I'm going to church.
4: Well, w- w- wait wait a minute. We, we'll all go. McCoy? Yeah. Yeah, sure. I could use a little church, I think. What do you say, Liz?
0: It's all right with me. I mean, I think I'd really like to go. You know that?
3: We'd better go then. We don't have much time. I want to be there before midnight.
4: But nobody moved for a minute. We all stood there, staring out at the blazing inferno out in the bay and thinking of the people dying out there. Wondering how many of our friends were out there. Wondering if Charlie and Peg were safe. We didn't know then that they were both dead. Later on we walked into our church. The church was filled. A good third of the people wore evening clothes like we did. It was easy to figure that these people had started out to have a big time the way we had, only now they'd changed their minds. It's an odd thing the way we suddenly start thinking of the church and what it means when we're face to face with some disaster. And all I could think about was that Evie and I were alive, and that we knew enough to be there in church and that we were grateful for our blessings, grateful that we'd have a chance to think more about the meaning of the holy days all through the new year. That was last year. A lot of people died in that fire. A lot more were killed in automobile accidents, driving while drunk or being hit by somebody else who was drunk. This year, Evie and I, Cory and Liz, we'll see the old year out and the new year in, praying together in church. We'll feel a lot better being near God as the new year comes in. Yeah,
1: a whole lot better.
2: Attend a retreat, learn more about our Ave Maria Hour productions, or simply make a donation to assist us in fulfilling St. Francis' prayer to help those in need. Please visit our website at atonementfriars.org or email me at avemaria at atonementfriars.org. You can write to me, Father Bob, Friars of the Atonement, Greymoor, Post Office Box 300,